Hello train weirdos, Pat here. Uh, I can't make this week's episode, I'm just a little bit too busy with work, so I'm just recording this message now at the start to pass on my apologies. Um, and they are they are genuine apologies, there's at least three uh, apologies, one to Tom, one to Joe, and one to you guys. Um, but, you know, if you're going to be missing my regular contributions on the show this week, let's see if we can just rattle through them right now. Me, Mr Patrick Holland. My week's been all right, mate. Busy. Um, what else do I do? Oh, I give it a little... <laughs> every now and then. Um, maybe... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Do do those occasionally. And for the quiz, uh, let me take a punt on some lost answers. Um, so we're on series four. The Kahana, uh, Martin Kimi, Zoe Bell, Captain Galt, and... Uh, a patch of anthuriums on the left. Always. There you go. So so if you are missing me throughout the episode, just pepper those throughout in, in your brain. All right, bye. Hello and welcome to an episode of After All This Time Always with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. And some say... <laughs> And me, Miss Josie Power. So I'm not going to get insulted this time. Pat normally yes. insults me on these never so things. No, because then if jo- oh, I've never listened to him, so if jo- <laughs> if I lose you, then it will just be me talking, and I don't, I can't edit no, a podcast again. That is, can you imagine? Can you uh, imagine? I don't think I want to, mate. Not this no. close to bedtime. No, it'd be horrible. <laughs> Make me feel. I wouldn't know the first thing about editing a podcast. You know? I do you even do you know the name? I of... know what a podcast is. Yep. Okay. Well. Okay. Step one. After uh, name. After all this time, always. Yep. What about the what? What software do I record the podcast on? Oh, it's got to be Google. You got use Google. Google. <laughs> use Google. <laughs> I don't use Google. You don't use Google. Not okay. to, not to record the podcast. No, no. No, you record it on the on your laptop. Computer. Oh yes, using computer. computer. That that's would you would you right Tom would you describe a computer as soft or hard? Um, well, it's hard, isn't it? Hardware hard. then, hardware, you don't want a soft not computer. software. It's not software then, is it? Hardware. Yeah, that's that's how you can tell. It's computer software, but yeah. sometimes, occasionally, uh, yes, it might like to be a little bit hard. Sometimes, sometimes, so sometimes, hardware. It, sometimes it is very hard doing this podcast exactly. with you. <laughs> sometimes I suppose that if you want to like make an impression and you want to strike them, you you'd like go for a hardware. You would be wearing hard clothes, right? Uh, sure, because you don't want people to be like, "Oh, that guy's he's to wear hard hard clothes." What? And if you, that's yeah, that's something I often ask actually. Yeah, I ask, like if like if if someone's like, oh, you you got to meet my friend uh, Alex. He's like a nice guy. I'm like, okay, what sort of clothes are you wearing though, mate? Are we talking yeah. hard or soft? Who's this Alex? I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you. I, this was just an imaginary person. But who was the guy introducing you to Alex? Uh, you. So who's your friend, Alex? Actually, let's get to the right. bottom of that. Okay, okay. So Alex, right? He's a guy that um, he's he's going to edit my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you hanging out with this guy anymore. <laughs> no, he's, uh, yeah, but he's 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 just as clueless as me. So he, to be honest, yeah. all that information I gave you about um, 
Ab- computers. That was that's from Alex. Alex Pointless. So that. why are you getting Alex involved when he doesn't have a clue? Because he needs an opportunity. <laughs> he needs a chance. Everybody deserves a chance. Everybody. Is this what we do on these never so? Do we do we, we we do everything normally, but we do ourselves sing at times. <laughs> right. Okay. No, uh, I'm not having that at all. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, we Fair give enough. people. Yeah. What we do is give people a chance on never so. Give people a chance it's give so peace nice. a chance give peace a chance about you know and about time too hey i believe it was john lennon that said <laughs> ow that that hurt <laughs> that is horrible tom <laughs> i believe it was john lennon that said hang on i'll just sign that for you <laughs> such, <laughs> I, believe, I believe it was john lennon that said oh you're ungrateful <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly rude, what oh. you just did. Oh, I gave you that order. <laughs> oh. oh, Tom, how how are you, mate? I'm good. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get to, we'll good. get to that. We do, do. We still do the how are yous in the never. We'll get to. We'll get to Lennon later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Lennon's death later. It was. It was. Um. Wasn't it? Forty-one years the other day. Uh no, it was. It will be forty-one years next month. December oh. the 8th is, was when he died. How do you know so much about it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you can't accuse me of anything. It was 1980. No, true. The guy um, was hold, famously, though, holding a copy of Catcher in the Rye. Which you love as a book. I do enjoy that as a book. It's a very Joe Power book. It was full of teenage angst. I think I yeah. read it after I was a teenager. So I was like, I identified, but also I was like, this guy's a little bit of a... Dick. This reminds me of hanging out with Joe Power. Yeah. Years. Yeah. I, well, I read it when I was sixteen, hence why I fucking I loved it. Yeah. I was like, but this you're whole this... the beat. You already into the Beatles before you were sixteen. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. The so Beatles did you was... go into it thinking I've got a predisposition about this book? No. It was my brother Jed that gave it to me, um, and. I think he, t- he. I can't even remember if he told me before or after reading it that it was the book found, like that Mark Chapman, not the sports presenter, the murderer, was in possession yeah. of. Nice, uh, Mark David Chapman, just to there fully go. get away from Chappers. Do you know don't what? Want anyone going for Chappers after this? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like the. I don't like the way his his tenure on the NFL show ended. I tell you that. And I, I'm he a, shot. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by, by a guy called John Lennon, John Michael Lennon. Don't want to get him confused. Yeah. <laughs> what? How did his tenure end? Well, he just. Well, I tell you what, right? Because I I spoke to our friend at BBC Sport about this as well. I asked them to get me the inside goss. They gave me some inside gossip, but it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. So. Okay. Uh, so I th- I still think there's more to this story, but basically the two analysts, OCU Manure and Jason Bell, on the last episode that Mark Chapman was on, both seemed off. Very, mm. they weren't going with any of the banter. It was very just sort of very straight laced. Mark Chapman was trying to have a joke, and they a bit like this podcast sometimes. A little bit like <laughs> the way you're looking at me now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but and then. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like then he was, then Mark Chapman just wasn't there for the next four weeks, and they had like the guest host in, and then it was announced that uh, he'd left, and Dan Walker took his place. And we, we, I didn't like, I didn't like the way it ended. And I tell you what, like, 
Jason and OC, they're constantly shouting out Dan Walker on their podcast and on Twitter. Never, like, OC and Manure didn't even so much as like Mark Chapman's uh, leaving post on Twitter. Mm. He liked so all the stuff about, uh, about, uh, what's his chops? I've forgotten it. How have I already forgotten his name? Dan Walker. Dan Walker. He, 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 uh, yeah, he liked all the posts about Dan Walker joining the team. But then they cl- they climbed Kilimanjaro together, so what are you going to do? When you climb a mountain with a person, you create an, a bond yeah. that can never be broken. You would know that. I would, yeah. I've always said that. You've, um, I think, oh, you've, you said that a long time before you ever climbed a mountain, actually. It, yeah, if, if you can't... If you climb a mountain with Mohammed, mm. you and Mohammed are your bros for life. You, you're going to get on. I yeah, tell you I'm going to get on. Because, I mean, obviously, I think, you know, inevitably, you're going to... You're gonna get under each other's skin a little bit. Yep. But by the, by the you, you're not gonna to get to the top of the mountain unless you work together. So. Of course. So if you can't bring Mohammed to the mountain, mm-hmm. and you can't bring the mountain to Mohammed, go up the mountain with Mohammed. But yeah, don't make a, talk to, make a day of it. Yeah. Don't talk to him about NFL. He won't. He won't give you anything. <laughs> he will give you absolutely <laughs> FA. Anyway, I believe this started with how are you? <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm right. A little bit. A little bit annoyed about Chappers. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so anyone who doesn't get the reference, basically we reference John Lennon being yep. murdered by a guy called Mark David Chapman. Mark David yep. Chapman famously had a book on him called Catcher and Rye. Joe likes that book. Yep. yep. Um, Joe also likes NFL. Yeah. But he's not pleased with the way that a former host was disposed. Do we know? Was it just pr- beef between the two um, analysts that made him have to leave? No. Well, no. That's well, not I mean, been that's that's not, that was never announced. That was just what I took from watching the show. What right. I was told by our a friend uh, had nothing to do with that. But obviously, I would, mm-hmm. like you know, obviously not something I can. So, see, Dan Walker left Football Focus. Was it not just he left Football Focus and joined them? No, no, no. This was uh, this was last season that this happened. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was when Jason Bell was on Strictly Come Dancing. Right, I see. Okay. Uh, so hey, maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know, Tom. And Dan Walker's on Strictly Come Dancing now. Dan Walker's on Strictly Come Dancing now. Coincidence? Yes, probably. I mean, yeah. he probably agreed to. Do, he probably agreed to do that like eighteen months ago, like way before. Yeah. You know. No, it'd be hard if it's yeah, if it's a coincidence. Because they be, do book, yeah. they book those things pretty, yeah. You got Tom, to sign contracts and everything. You're not going to just accidentally no, turn exactly. up and be strictly. But I tell you, you what, you you become very good at Tom avoiding questions. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, I'm good. I'm like a I'm like a dancer on Strictly. Uh, feeling good. <laughs> Speaking of Strictly, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, so we had our second uh, comedy at the Kings. Uh, on Thursday, which was brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Who who headlined who? Uh, Troy Hawk. Uh, Milo McCabe is Troy Hawk. He was great. With okay. my friend Joe Wells. My friend Joe Wells, um, yeah. I've seen, I've gigged. That's his him. full name. That's cool. his full name. I've gigged with him three times in five days. It was great. Um, oh, amazing. So it was really nice to see him. Um, and yeah, he, he middle spot for me. And then we had uh, Jim Brister opening and then I emceed. And it was just really n- nice night. It's um yeah, and a, a lot of um, a lot of you guys are coming down to the next one, which is on the eighteenth of November. Yeah, I can announce that the, the the we're going to put one on in December. I won't be there. I will be on holiday, but I've already put the line up and it's cracking. So um, forget yeah. it. Not if anyone going. is around in that week between Christmas and New Year, bang in the middle on the Wednesday, the 29th. I'm 29th calling of it December. I'm calling it. That'll have no trouble selling out. 
But no. I don't want any listeners of this podcast going to that show thinking that any member of this podcast will be there. I'm not going. No. Why are you not going? I don't want to. I've already put you in a ticket side. I don't want to go. You said. You I said. said. I said I'm not supporting that you traitor. S- <laughs> you said Viva Re- 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 Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving money to the man. <laughs> and can I have a ticket? I'm sure. Uh, let me read the message out. <laughs> Viva I, Revolution. Because I had to use Google Translate because I didn't know what you were going on about. <laughs> what is Viva? Viva, it's like a celebration, it's, isn't it? Like uh, Celebration Forever by the Spice Girls. Yeah, celebrate C- forever. Celebration forever. I don't know, what Viva, like, uh, I don't know, like Viva, is it like uh, LA? Like when, when LA Le Bleu? Is it like that? I don't know. What's that Viva? Is... Nilsson oh, Vivas, does he have anything to do with it? Nilsson Vivas. The Argentinian Viva... footballer what from the 90s. Let's, let's, let's settle this debate once and for all. all right, what? Sorry is Viva. This, see, Tom, now, this is the kind of stuff I enjoy doing, by the way. This British. is the kind of podcasting that I really um, like. British? You can't... No, what does Viva mean? Come on. Yeah, long it, live. Long live. Long so live forever. Is, long live forever. So what does uh, Lavoda mean? Living la vida loca. Loca. Living. Right. Living long life. Living la vida loca. What is, but that's nothing to do with Viva. Yeah, living la vida. Yeah, yeah, yeah but where's Viva? Oh, yeah, there's there's no Viva there, Tom. No, but while we're here, um, <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? What are you going on about, Ricky Martin? What does Martin? this all mean? Living, what, what does it all what's... mean, Basil? <laughs> la vida loca meaning. So I'd love to. I reckon it'd be some... living the crazy life. Hello, living la vida loca. So it's similar because it would have been. Living long live the crazy life. Which, yeah, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if we should be going around endorsing living the crazy life, Tom. No, you used to live a very course. crazy life, but it's not. But not crazy to the point of, um, you know, you weren't living like uh, I don't know the Rolling Stones in the sixties, but you were doing gigs in, you know, in Cardiff while still working as a postman. So you were driving back home and then. That's silly. It's too tired. That's, that's literally that's living a crazy life at that that's, time. That's uh, living La Vida Loca, mate. That's, that is yeah. living La Vida Loca. Yeah, that's but that's thing. not it's but that's like... not a fun thing you were doing. That's a mad thing well, you were doing. Yeah, but crucially, I don't think Ricky Martin ever says anything about fun in La Vida, Living La Vida Loca. Actually, yeah, it's she, all take, just about like, crazy. Take your shoes off and go dancing in the rain. He never says it's a good laugh though to that do it. Really, that's like a manic pixie dream girl. But turned up like to ten, and you're like, yeah. actually, you know what? Like, yeah, she's like, have you ever like, when was the last time? So it's a stuffy businessman, and he meets this girl, and they get on really well. Um, and then she's like, oh, take take your shoes off, and come dance in the rain. And he's like, well, she's a pretty girl, I'll do what she says. But yeah. then when he's actually in the rain dancing barefooted, he's thinking, this is this, this is a bit is much, too much. This is a bit much. Re- you know. There's there's a great bit. Um, uh, David O'Doherty does about. Uh, uh, dating Emily from the movie Emily, and it's like nice. you in your mind, it's like, oh, this would be amazing, have this dream girl. But in reality, it's like, did you pay the gas bill? No, I, I made it into a little boat and <laughs> floated it down the river. Because <laughs> you're, uh, you're, yeah, you're fond of Emily, aren't you? Yeah, it's one of those, but I don't know how well it's aged. So I mean, I don't know if I'm still fond of it or not. 
I haven't because I haven't watched it in years. Like I watched, I had a fear that Eternal Sunshine might have dated badly, but it hasn't. It's still brilliant. Um, but I haven't watched Emily in a long, long time. Oh. I've never seen it. Oh uh, well, I'm I'm not going to advise you to watch it because it could be horribly dated. Because it's one of those films. It was like you know, it's like. Well, it's it's like how uh, out of nowhere some people were like, "Oh, Garden State is horribly dated." I was like, "Was it really?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really." It's quite, then, it's quite sort yeah. of indie movie by numbers, Garden State. Whereas I, you know, once again, that was another one of those films I had up there as one of my favourites when I was like sixteen, mm. seventeen. Yeah, see, one one movie that hasn't has aged that like, is perfectly fine still is Five Hundred Days of Summer because mm. he was always. Like they, were, it always had its um, sexual politics quite bang on, actually. Yeah, I think so. And did you see that Joseph Gordon-Levitt post? Uh, it was on yeah. Twitter. Someone co- said that Zoe Tom Edition... was pro- yeah, Tom was projecting. Yeah, someone said like on Tom. Twitter that uh, Zoe Deschanel's character of Summer was like the biggest villain in movie history, and he was like, "No, no, no, you've got to watch it. I'm completely projecting onto her. Like it's yeah. no- it's nothing to do with her. It's a male insecurity yeah. thing." I was like, "Ah, oh, this guy." I like this Joseph Gordon it. Levitt guy. He gets it. He yeah. gets it. For an okay. alien, he gets it. Hey Tom, do you know what we did this week? What did we do? We saw each other at a party. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, and I thought it was a costume party. Yes, I really thought as... you. I thought you were about to move on from. No, <laughs> from no, no, no! It's costume party. You came as Mark, Mark David Chapman, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I came as Mark Chapman, so it was nice. So it, was a lo- it was a lovely. <laughs> they finally met. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, you you came as as uh, an American football player. Yes, his name was Josh Allen. But people referred to you as Nelly because I had plasters on my face. Because you had plasters on your face, and yes. it was quite funny. Because Nelly did Nelly did for a while wear American football jerseys, didn't he? Did yeah, he probably did. Yeah, he did in some some videos. I'm pretty sure that was sort of the uh, that was the look though back then, wasn't it? Sort of like the baggy sort of um, football. It's a jerseys. lot of bagginess. Yeah, early noughties was baggy. But noughties, nineties and noughties was yeah. there was a lot of baggy clothes there. John John Cena used to come out in a baggy um, like uh, ice hockey or football. Yeah, D- DX style. DX yeah. had an American football shirt. They did. Sixty nine yeah. suck it, didn't they? Yeah, those boys. Ooh, and, that uh, was <laughs> that was, but uh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, it was good fun, wasn't it? It was great, man. I liked. Do you know what? Yeah, so I went as uh, as an NFL player. Tom, you went as a, a high school jock. I did, and yeah. Anna went as uh, a cheerleader. A dead cheerleader. Yeah. But you guys both had like uh, cuts and blood on you and yeah. stuff, and so we built up a whole narrative. Yes, that, which was great. So you were. What was it? So you guys were in in two. You were high school sweethearts in two thousand and one. Yeah, and uh, you were going to prom, and but then you both died. Died on the way to prom. Crashed. But she was pregnant with a baby, and they delivered the baby. But she died, and I died. Yeah, and that baby was me. And I'm the (laughs) high school quarterback, and I'm about to make varsity. Yes, but that's that was my line. But I don't know what it means. <laughs> I no, don't know uh, what making varsity is. I, I hope you um, become a val- valedictorian. What's that? <laughs> it's. I think it's the one who gives a speech at graduation day. The valid valedictorian. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope that. I th- I hope I'm prom king. 
Yes, queen. No, <laughs> yes, king. Yes, king. <laughs> so I could be the prom king, mm-hmm. and uh, my date would be the prom queen, and I'd dedicate it to uh, the memory of my parents, who should have been uh, prom we king We would have queen. been. I think we would have been as well. You were in with a good shout. The way you were yeah. dressed with that jacket... Yeah, I enjoyed that jacket, but I don't think I, I don't think I ever wear it again. No, you just wear it for next year's Halloween. Yeah, it was the same person. <laughs> yeah, he's still dead. Um, yeah, so it's still fine. Exactly, yeah. you're a dead jock. <laughs> but yeah, um, so they basically um, made out that it was like uh, going to happen every year. So that was yeah, that was nice. So hopefully next Lee's, year, Lee and Emily's happen. house that we went to. Yes, it was um, lovely. Yeah, I gigged uh, in Friday. I gigged in Guildford. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, that was nice. Oh, for God's sake. Did no, anything did, happen at your gig? Sorry, I didn't gig in Guildford. I, got, I gigged in Godalming. Godalming? God, yeah, or God, Godalming. Godalming. Goddamn, Alming. Um, and then on Monday, I gigged in Kingston. Which Come I on, just you, you got to give me some stories if you're going to list places. Come on, what's happened at these places? Otherwise, we'll go back to talking about the party. I went out. Of the gig, mm. and uh, there's a burger van. I got my burger and yeah. my chips, and I was like, "Good, I've got away with not." And then I turned around, and, and the headliner Nathan Caton was there, and I was like, "Oh, he's just funny." Get, just, just getting food, <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's it. But I, I, but uh, to be honest, it it tasted good. I've not had a, I've not had a, uh, you know, uh, a burger van meal for a long, long time. Um, really? No, actually, I don't remember the last time I had a burger. Yeah, because COVID times, it got really, you know, you got a bit. Oh no, God! But yeah, it was good. It, it might have been. Like, I think that might have been that maybe the last time I went to Glastonbury, I might have got a burger there. I don't remember if I got a burger at Glastonbury. The last time was when I was still delivering, and I was driving, and I realised that this village's chip shop was mm. a van in the car park of a pub. Lovely. And that pub was that pub wasn't open because it was still in COVID ah. times. So I pulled into the car park, but then it was weird because then you just loads of cars started pulling up, um, right. and then and obviously you got your meal, you ordered your meal, and then you stood back in the car park yeah. while they cooked it. So yeah, it, if that was like a, a reaction to um, being shut, like that, or, like if it came from the pub or like fair play because they got like business. Mm. So like you yeah, know, people turned up and. Yeah, um, good for them. So, yeah. Uh, well, I had a, I did have a burger and chips this week, uh, but it wasn't, uh, you know, from a van. It was from a McDonald's. I oh. had the, I had the, I had the big, the double Big Mac. This is technically a snack war, but this is, this is more to bring it back to the, uh, to the party. Did you say snack war? Yeah. What do we call it? Uh, return, return of the snack. Sna- but yeah, there'll be no, there'll be I no like snack war. I can announce now there will be no Mark Morrison. Um, but uh, so I, I'll, I'll, my review it was quite dry. Anyway, oh. so uh, but that meal really sat in my belly because the reason I had it is because I'd already been out for lunchtime beers on the day of the party because I went to watch the Manchester derby, um, and it really sat in my belly. And at Lee, Lee and Emily's party, this is exclusive news. Did you just fart? Yeah. <laughs> that, well, well, I tell you what. Apropos. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to squeeze out two shits at that party, mate. Wow. I am an absolute hero. No one noticed. Cause, like, they did. No. No, they did That didn't. is so far. No, mate. Not that it was you. Go on. So, um, one of our friends, Archie, yeah. 
was yeah. directed to the other bathroom. Yeah. And at the end of the night, I went to Lee, whose house it was. I said, oh, I never even got to saw it. He went, oh, quick, let's do the tour. And we did the tour, went into the bathroom uh, upstairs. And then yeah. he went, oh, oh, Archie, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, he, 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 in Lee's head, because I know Lee doesn't listen to this, but Archie did that. Yeah, that's you. brilliant. That's amazing. Right, so so what it was, first one, because uh, it was basically, I had the McDonald's. And you know when sometimes McDonald's just sort of sits like a little rock in your stomach? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you're not like un, like crazy uncomfortable or in pain or anything, but it's like there is a presence that needs mm-hmm. removing. So I went quickly, I went, sorry, sorry, Archie, mate, uh, where's, where, where's the toilet? This because, and it was Archie that directed me, so he's responsible yeah. for both of them. Uh, went, was like, and it was plap out, and I was like, you did, was, you went to the bathroom at the top of the house, didn't you? I used two different toilets for these, these guys, mate. Um, <laughs> he spread the love. <laughs> I spread the love. I'm, let, I'm letting people know. Uh, no, because you, you can't be too careful. You don't return yeah. to the scene of the crime. Uh, so anyway, plap out. Lovely stuff. Uh, and then it was maybe 40 minutes later. After I'd had the tour. So I knew where the other one was. You knew where the other one was. Uh, so that, that was... I was so proud of myself, honestly, because... No one noticed, and like I told this, I told this to Emma, and she was just like, "Oh yeah, but it's a natural thing. Like if you need to go, you need to go." It's like, mm, no, but I've got friends, and specifically one friend who drank an entire bottle of Kraken that night that would have definitely made me having a <laughs> at a party the subject of the entire evening, yeah. had he found yeah. out. So the fact I was able to do it in lightning speed, the speed of a week, twice, twice, yeah, and it wasn't, and it wasn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. I wasn't an upset stomach. It was just you. You got to go. But how did you feel both times? You, but I'm guessing both times you opened the door, and no one was standing there waiting. I was. Be, I was. I was careful with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well played. It was good. I, I tell you what, though, our mate Archie, I love him to bits. He had the funniest moment for me because he's he's quite a naturally awkward guy. We've we've referred to him a lot on this show. He's like yeah. a beautifully awkward dude. And he spoke to our friend, like right at the end of the night, he spoke to our friend's new boyfriend. And he's got loads of tattoos. And I think he'd spotted like a Jedi tattoo on his arm. And he was like, uh, oh, that you got that Jedi tattoo. And then he talks him through the rest of his tattoos. And then Archie just looks at him and has nothing else to say. And just goes, oh, well, good for you. <laughs> and, just, and bear in mind, he's dressed as Mr. Bean. So it seems even yeah. more patronising. He's got his comb to hair and his tie on. <laughs> Oh, it just, he brings me such joy. <laughs> it's he's, he's one of, he's like, he's probably, I think he's everyone's favourite drunk, but he never gets drunk. No, so, he got drunk on Saturday though. That was quite yeah, nice. Which was, which was lovely. Otherwise he wouldn't have, oh yeah, it was, uh, it, that was a lot of fun. How much did you suffer the day after? Not too much really. Um, because I, it was small quantities what I was drinking. Right. But I drank him quick because there was small. So I, in, in my head, I was thinking, I've, I thought I've drunk quite a lot here, but really it was mm. like five cans of cider. Um, oh, that's quite good, actually, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was a good idea to, because I was thinking of doing like a whiskey or um, bourbon, mm. but I was like, no, I'll, I'll just have cans. So I think that was good. And yeah, it wasn't too bad, really. Uh, the next day we got up, um, we went and got Elsa, went and watched Eternals. And nice. 
then had a roast in the Kings. So it was a lovely, lovely late back Sunday. You can't get out of the Kings. This guy. Cannot get out of the Kings. And I'm, I'm tempted to go Tuesday, they're showing Die Hard. Because um, they oh have a God. film club, which where you get your meal and cinema snacks included in the price. And it's a really reasonable price. I can't remember what it was, but it's like... Do you, really do you have shares in the Kings or something? Uh, no, but I like Pete and Toya, who own it. They're, they're friends um, that so we've sweet. known from the school. And obviously, yeah, I, I, I need to... It, it's, it, the thing is, it's in the middle of two Weatherspoons. Mm. So the more money that I can direct to pubgoers of Bexley Heath to the Kings, you know, the I respect better. It, mate. I respect it, mate. Yeah. And the next time in Bexley Heath, I will have a pint in the Kings. Yeah, because uh, I ne- I used to I used to drink in there in the olden days. Uh, Did you? Now in the olden days, it was quite an old man's pub, wasn't it? Never liked it. I remember once some guy got angry about not getting served, and he smashed in a bunch of the windows. Yeah, that wasn't a fun one. Uh, but I like we to, say, Archie's yeah. a fun drunk. <laughs> He's a fun drunk. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So you're you're having. Um... Ah, I tell you what, you're having, mate. You're having contiguous trips to the Kings, much like I had contiguous shits at that party. Exactly, uh, and it, uh, the only reason I say that is because it's the two-year anniversary of learning the word contiguous. Because I was looking, Ed, because once Pat pulled out of this week's episode, I'm looking up things to talk about. So, two-year anniversary of contiguous. Last Yesterday year was nine eleven. <laughs> In a, oh, in English money, it's nine yeah, eleven. In yesterday. English money, it's nine. Right. Fuck's sake! If Americans don't know, just because we do our dates the other way around to you, that he's not, he's not being cruel. But no, fun fact, it, though, we do it the correct way. Um, this is what is this? Is this episode five? Episode four? Yeah, maybe. But well, this this the first never sowed. This this time last year, it was never sowed too because you weren't here. Where was I? I don't know. Uh, were you in America? No. No, I was in America in 2018. No, it was, a, it was a pandemic. You weren't allowed to travel this time last year. Anyway, you weren't here this time last year. I thought year. you just said two years ago. This time last year. This time, oh, this two, time, this year. time two years ago was contiguous. This oh. time last year, never so two. For some reason right. you weren't there. 2018, we were just about to do our first ever live show. Right, yeah. 2017, uh, you had started the WhatsApp group by that point, but we weren't. Yeah, we yeah. didn't release. Did I start it. the WhatsApp group? It was started by Tom Tolwin, tw- oh, September 2017. Yeah, boy. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the first episode that's never had Pat. Yeah, it's always you. Is this is the first time me and you have had a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing all right. We're doing, we're doing all right. It. I think we're doing okay. No, we've done no. Yeah, no, we've not done a full episode without Pat. I think for one of the live shows, you and I got together to record the intro and outro, maybe, for it. Right. And it was just us two having a little converse... Conflab. <laughs> you yes. got to, got to do the hand gesture when you do a conflab. Do that. Do, yeah. do that for have, any have a conflab. home weirdos. Joe's doing the, the hand gesture, like, yeah, the, oh, the, the, the so- banging the sock, on, the so- banging on, the sock, the sock yeah, the, na- the naked sock man. Um, yeah, yeah, conflab. Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, what's it? Is it Alan Partridge? Goes <laughs> have a little <laughs> <laughs> with that. <laughs> it's yeah, that is bit. a more visual one for yeah, <laughs> so yeah. not ideal for the listeners. Um, but um, what so, did you make of Eternals, Joe? I was gearing up for it to be horrible, um, mm. but it wasn't. And I think the I think the thing is is that just before I went in, I was listening to uh, Mark Kermode's review, and uh, and he said, "Oh, it's just boring." 
And so I was gearing myself up for two and a half hours of boredom. And it I wasn't bored for two and a half hours. I thought there were some really good bits. However, you know, I would have liked it. Take a, take away two two or three of the characters, maybe. There was an awful lot of characters to get used to. Yeah. And some of the characters I liked a lot more than the others. Like, I, yeah. really like, I, li- I really like Kit Harrington's character, but he disappeared for two hours of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a shame. Um, and it looks like he's about to play a, a big role. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. he, t- he turns up in one of the post-credits. Yeah, so, yeah, it was... Uh, the post-credit... See, here's the thing with Marvel success, mm. is... Robert Downey Jr. was on the was not actually at the peak of his powers when he took on Iron Man. He was no, someone that had true. been given opportunity, so it was a little bit of a gamble. Mm. They're gambling on Hemsworth. They're gambling on Evans. They're gambling on um, even gambling on Ruffalo to an extent. Scarlett Johansson was was a was a big she was, star. She was a bona fide star. Yeah, she was a big star. Um, but it was quite there was yeah there was quite a lot of chances taken. Mm. Because it was like, who's the best to play the character? Now, the character they introduced in the post-credits made me go, what? Like yeah. it, Because it wasn't introducing the character, it was Marvel saying, look who we've got for our future movies. Yeah. And it really, and the thing is, they should have made a bigger deal about who the character is, because it's connection to another character, yeah. but it was about the face of the person they've yes, got. Yes, which and is really odd. I tell you what, the person accompanying the person I do like the person that does that person's voice. <laughs> I mean, this is only yeah. for people that have seen it, I think. But yeah. that character seemed very annoying. Yes. I really yeah. hope they rethink it before they do an yeah. actual film. But I tell you what, I tell you what it was. I tell you what I thought though. I thought, I thought Marvel had gone a little bit DC with this one. Very DC. It was very very DC. They rushed um, it. It was a. It was a. It was a decent, good film, but it was not a great film by any no. stretch of the imagination. I was entertained, but a lot of the time I was just a bit like, yeah, it didn't mm. need to be as... Well, it did, in a way, it did need to be as long as it was because there were so many characters. Yeah. So they, they couldn't act, yeah. They've made me try and care a lot about these people, but when we're, you know, 10 years into a story that hasn't hasn't involved them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whereas what they did very cleverly with... And, and you know, had they done a Spider-Man origin film... That film would have made loads of money had they done it, and people would have probably enjoyed it. I don't know, but they introduced Spider-Man in another film. Yeah, gave him a little section of that film, and then bam, we're in. That's what exactly. they needed to have Same done with, with Black all Panther. Of them. Yes, exactly. We don't Same Black Panther. Yeah. We don't need all these other. They don't need all these origin stories. Bring them into the story. Using yeah. something familiar. That's that was that was the method they used last time, and it worked. And now that, but who knows? It could all be leading up to something. Yeah, it's just, it just you know what they've made movies for ten years, and mm. they've not really made too many missteps. So you go well, no, exactly. That's that's fair enough. That I'll but, allow yeah. it. Yeah, um, but for me, it, I gave it three out of five stars. I was like, it was. It's for, yeah, it's fun because it's not it's not bad, is it? But it just no, it's, no, it's not, not it's not a good indication as to where it could be going. No, this no. next phase might be dog poo. But um, hey, we're gonna do it. But Tom, mm. now, well, last today because Pat, Pat Pat's very busy, so he couldn't make it to record the episode. That's the first time we said that. Uh, sorry, we, yeah, Pat's busy. Yeah, yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat's. We He's just, working. He's working late. 
and he, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have time. And God, God bless him, he needs a rest. He doesn't need something else on his plate. Um, <laughs> you know he needs his weekends, and he's not getting his weekends. And he's not getting any of those. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know he probably hasn't even finished work? He probably won't finish work for another three hours. I reckon. Anyway, poor guy. But anyway, uh, now I tried to get <laughs> tried to get you to give me a subject to write for the quiz. I asked you about four days ago, and Pat yes. replied saying lost season four. I already knew that because he'd already done one. You didn't reply. You sent me a, a, a meme or something. And uh, then so I asked you today. <laughs> Did I? And, uh, something like that. No, I don't think you even acknowledged it. I think you sent that picture. Of, you sent the picture of the Jurassic Park cast that I also sent. Yes. No, no. What did you do? I I tell you what you did. You bloody you fucking advertised the King's Arms. Is what you did. Oh, you did said, I? "Hey, look, they're doing the diehard thing." Instead of instead of answering me. So then, so then I asked, I asked you again today, and I called you the strongest words in uh, in Swearland, and I said, "Tom, what's your subject?" And then swore at you, and then you replied, "Can I have my subject as cunts of the world?" So yes. because <laughs> so because. Um, Pat's not here. I'm, I've got you a quiz on uh, on cunts of the world. There's a lot of bleeping, so this isn't coming out on time tomorrow. Um, okay. Now, Tom, so I am gonna. This is these points are gonna go towards the final score of the year. So you've won yep. a quiz. Get in. You've already won a quiz, unless so you get unless you get Pat's zero. Lost season five now. And uh, no, unless you <laughs> get zero, you're not playing against Pat. You're just playing yourself. But uh, congratulations. You, you need catching up because this yourself. is this is. <laughs> Congratulations. You won against yourself. Uh, right, Tom. Okay, question one. Which cunt was responsible for the Holocaust and the Second World War? Um, Adolf Hitler. That's absolutely correct. One point. There uh, we go. I'll, t- I'll take the money. <laughs> no, hey, no, there's no... Just points, mate. There's okay. no risk of losing it. Uh, okay. Question two. Uh, which was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize twice and once said... One death is a tragedy, a million deaths is simply a statistic. I mean, what I would say is just think who yeah. would naturally come after Hitler when you're thinking of f***ers. Joseph Stalin. There you go, that's two points. Okay, bank. Uh, <laughs> Alright, now it might get a bit trickier now. Uh, although I think you can get this one. Which was the character Dracula loosely based on? Um, Rasputin? No. No, yeah, no, it's no, not. It's is it? not. No, it's, Vlad, it's Vlad the Impaler. It's Vlad the Impaler. I'll give. I'll give you half. Oh. I'll give you half. No, yeah, not no. bad. Uh, all right. Uh, I rushed into that. Take your time. <laughs> oh, I've just. I like how I wrote this one. Which which made an absolute mess in Cambodia by ordering a mass genocide on his own country. That was Pol Pot. That's Pol Pot. Absolutely correct. And your final question: Which recently walked out on an interview with Ashley Banjo? Um, oh, Jim Davidson. Jim Davidson. That's a four and a half out of five, Tom. That's yeah. not bad. But can you yeah. can you choose an actual subject for next week? Yes, the actual subject I will choose is um, what? What have I? T- I've, there's not a lot that I've not touched on. No, Pat can just mime Lost. No, exactly. But I think well, the quiz format will be changing next year when we do the great big AATTA. Rebrand. Listeners, start backing up your episodes. We'll talk yes. more about that another time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once it's gone, it's gone. Once it's gone, it's gone, but will still be available to you should you want it, but it will be gone. Yeah, it will be gone forever. 
not forever because you can just you, there there will be somewhere, but just won't be where it normally is. It'll be in the it will disappear into the ether, but we can go into the ether to get you it. You can get it for, as can you. You will be able <laughs> yeah, to do that, yeah, yeah. but just that it doesn't matter. We'll talk more about that another time. Yeah, but just don't don't be careful. Do be do careful. Be, ah no, but do just be careful be, though. That's good be advice because you don't want to set anything off when you're trying to get it. Retrieve no, the, the podcast episodes. Now, listeners, um, now this is this is real life, Tom, that you're hearing. Because when you ask Tom a question that he doesn't want to answer, this is the sort of thing he does. <laughs> and and it, and I, t- I tell you what, it's hard not to join Tom on a riff. It's Bexley good... Heath, please. Bexley Heath. Yes, <laughs> that is fabulous. <laughs> I love that. Bexley season, Heath. season one, season of Be- one of Bexley. Of Bexley. Heath. <laughs> so, what the history of Bexley Heath? Yeah, why not? No, just Bexley Heath and, you know, whatever. Just Bexley Heath, just, you know... Borough possible. of London. There we go. Is a borough of questions. Well, Bexley is a borough of London, not Bexley Heath. It's a town. It's a town, yep. There's uh, uh, i tell you what, I'll tell, tell you, okay, question one. Yep. Uh, you can revise this this week. Okay. Who's, uh, whose statue is on the clock tower? Um... There you go. There's a bit of There's a bit of homework for you, mate. You okay. can go down to the clock tower. You look okay. up. There's always All a pigeon right. on the head Thank of the you. person. Okay. A pigeon. There's a statue of a pigeon. There's not a statue of a pigeon. Okay. I tell you what. I mean, it, it can't be that difficult, mate. If it's a person and it's, it's Bexley Heath, there's there's one of what two, three people. Well, when you got a human statue, there's normally pigeons on it. But if you had a statue of a pigeon. Would there just be loads of homeless men on it? <laughs> doing a big poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This has been after all this time. This time always. Bug. <laughs> <laughs>